0: Hey, everybody, it is Ryan, and welcome back to another episode. Today, we are going to do something a little different. Um, we're going to have a throwback on for you guys. With everything that's happened recently uh, with the removal of women's right to choose, um, we'd like to you know, stand in solidarity here at the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. Um, so what we decided to do uh, was replay a very popular episode that we recorded at the end of last year with uh, co founders Thor and Good of Radical Science and Ray or, um Angie Tebby of Ray Wellness. So really really awesome episode on cannabis and women's health. They have some of the or the first studies in women's health and they are absolute pioneers, two amazing women who are pioneers in this topic and so it was an honor to have them on. Um, So we want to make sure that you guys listen to this again. Uh, It is a very, very important topic, and and it's pretty much what everything's all about, Um, and it's part of it here. So uh, definitely enjoy. If this is your second time around, we enjoyed it our second, third time around listening to it. If this is your first time around, uh, definitely enjoy it. Um, Take a lot of good information from it. And as uh, I'll leave you here with a quote um, that I was contemplating on from Susan B. Anthony. And it's very simple," she said. "Independence is happiness, and it's as simple as that. Um, so, I hope we all uh, are, are, are motivated and activated, um, and and we're we're ready to keep fighting for this. And uh, at the end of the day, there there is a lot to celebrate as well, um, especially this awesome episode with these two amazing women. So, uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you for our listeners. Uh, as always, thank you for coming back, and uh, we will see you again right after the show. <laughs> have a good one. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for joining us on another awesome, awesome episode of the Cannabis Kind of Stewart podcast with yours truly, Ryan Chavez. And today we have a really awesome episode. Um, I just want to say so much research is done in the pharmaceutical world nowadays. And, and that typically is often due to I believe, in the past financial incentives that are involved in that. However, what we're coming to realize, you know, more and more as a, a community is that uh, natural alternatives, you know, may be better for your health and pharmaceutical alternatives may not always be the best thing for your health. And so, you know, there's a trend that's happening in the scientific world where more and more, you know, research is, is, is you know, really desired to be geared towards that. And our next guest today, um, both from... Uh, Ray Wellness and Radical Science, the co-founders, we have uh, Pailene Thoroughgood and Angie Tubby. Uh, these two both are going to be giving us, providing us a fantastic overview on CBD and women's health. This is one of the the, the top topics that I have been, that's the right way to say it, one of the, the, the most interested topics that I've had on my to-do list for a very, very long time. Uh, unfortunately, Jack and I just didn't really have the bandwidth or the guests available that we really wanted to have on the show to go through with that conversation. but today we do. so we're super super excited to be speaking to the co-founders of both organizations who are going to be talking to us about the very first women's study on cannabis and health and so we're very very excited to introduce both of our guests. Uh, I would love to, to have you both introduce yourselves. I, I know that you do much, we uh, will do much better justice on your background than I just did. Um, if uh, uh, Angie, if you'd like to introduce yourself, Paline, please take the floor. Thank you so much for coming on the Cannabis Connoisseur podcast. I cannot wait to have this conversation.
1: Thanks for having us, Ryan. I will do anything with Pauline. It is so fun to be on here today with her. Um, I, I am Angie Tebby. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Ray Wellness. And um, really my why is to live the rest of my life personally and professionally all around women's well-being. I s- grew up in a really holistic household. My mom was a nurse and my dad was in a Reiki I was a really and homeopathy. I was a really weird five year old meditating on the lawn, and so I've had a cellular appreciation for wellness my entire life, but tucked it aside and tucked it away to live a corporate career for fifteen years um, between Microsoft and Target. Um, you know, I I left my corporate career at a time when I just had the universe kind of show up for me around my own well-being and around the well-being of so many women in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so thrilled to be here. Um, I'll talk more about what our company does, but essentially um, Ray stands for the well-being for all, um, which means we don't think uh, wellness should be for the 1%. Um, it shouldn't have to be a full-time job. It shouldn't have to be expensive. And it really is for all. And we live and encourage the intersectionality and for women to show up who how they are, um, and live live their purpose with with who they are. Um, we we are a sup- we sell supplements. So we're a supplement based company. And um, at the time that we, we founded the company about 2 years ago always knew that that CBD would be a part of that journey because it's such mm-hmm. a critical ingredient mm-hmm. um in in the world of well-being and so thrilled to be doing this with Pauline um as we were creating the product line and, and starting to think about this territory more broadly um you know found just an amazing partner in Pauline so I'll let her introduce herself
2: Thank you so much for that, Angie, Uh, the feelings mutual, as you know. So uh, my background, both educationally and career wise, has been in the world of data and analytics. So so I'm definitely a data geek. Um, And um, after having studied uh, data science and operations research, all that good stuff at Cornell in the Finger Lakes region, um, Mm. I I came to California to the then emerging world of big data and analytics. I was very fortunate to be chief marketing officer of a company that defined digital marketing as we know it today, a website story, um, helped grow the company and really brought evidence-based thinking to the art of marketing, really bringing science to the art of marketing. Mm-hmm. From there, um, I moved to become CEO of a spinoff from Website Story, which was all about um, multi-channel predictive analytics at a time where people were not even talking about this stuff. So mm-hmm. um, we were like best BI platform, bringing a bunch of different data sources to really drive deci- decisions based on evidence uh, for mm-hmm. lots of large corporations. This is all pre-healthcare life for me because that was my world. And about six years ago, due to a family health crisis, end up getting into CBD and cannabis, realized there was no data on how this stuff <laughs> yeah. worked. Surprise. How this stuff affected different people differently. So that's when I end up starting actually a nonprofit, Holistic Research and Education Foundation to change that. Um, that's where I actually met my co-founder Jeff Chen, uh, who, 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 that I started Radical Science mm-hmm. with about a year and a half ago, and mm-hmm. so he and I decided to start Radical Science because uh, we wanted to do things faster and cheaper than what was done in academia. Because that stuff is fantastic, and Pharma can afford it, and you know mm-hmm. I'm all for it, but. The speed, the cost and the scale of these studies were not enabling uh, most consumer health product companies to be able to study the effectiveness of their products that are used by everyone. Right. So that's really our purpose is turning consumer health products into what we call democratized precision medicines based on data so that we can. And the only way to do this is do these much faster and cheaper and do them at scale so that you have the data across our entire population. To be able to give informed people back the information they need to make better decisions about their own health as well as businesses such as ng's the information so they can create better products for the people that they care about so uh we started radical science uh, about a year ago and uh you know have been you know so fortunate to partner with some incredible companies including uh, ray wellness and ng they were one of our very first customers and we so appreciate their trust in us and uh, so that here we are. And we were so excited to publish our CBD and women's health uh, white paper last summer based on our collaborations.
0: I mean, the, fan, I mean, that that's thank you for that that background. I mean, now I have a better understanding as to like I mean, you guys absolutely. I mean, we probably would have been best friends growing up. I mean, you're out in the field <laughs> meditating and stuff. I mean, it's, <laughs> we have very common interests. It makes a lot of sense. Um so I mean yeah that study so 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 many intriguing reasons I think to to want to learn about CBD and women's health I mean so many intriguing reasons but I mean, was there one that kind of drove you guys to 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 kind of get into that or were there several I mean just kind of curious how that started
1: I um I I can start pulling please feel free to f- feel free to add on or jump in or correct me but I from an industry perspective Over the last few years, it has been such a fascinating journey to um, see how health and wellness wellness has become such a large focus of daily life. And I'm so thrilled to see in the last few years, women are finally putting themselves in the priority list around that. Mm -hmm. And so we're just so happy to be a part of the movement in women's wellness. Um, and the industry has started to see such an increase in solution-oriented versus ingredient-oriented and less complicated routines overall. Um, and that's followed suit with, with CBD and supplements and what we're about to talk about. But I have to tell you, I think, I think what, the, what the impetus was, was, you know, I believe there's such a long runway in companies making health and wellness attainable. And that's part price point, but that's part information. And specifically for women, as we looked at the global landscape, not just, you know, for broader ingestibles, but for CBD, I like to joke that it's all of mice and men,
2: Yeah, all
1: of the research that's been done. And so, um, you know, what's what's exciting for us is, is we've always lo- uh, leveraged and listened to customer feedback and the latest consumer insights to inform and, and expand our product universe and Meet, meet our customers where they are, um, and further help support them. And what I loved about CBD is women were asking for it. Women were asking <laughs> us about it, and I believe CBD has the ability to impact holistic well being like any other like any, um, unlike any other great ingredient out there. Um, you for, me me, both. for me personally, I mean, it's just helped me with my own mm. digestion, cognition and mind. Yep. And so
2: um,
1: yep. while there was, you know, all of this, we were like, there's so much product out there, but there was no research out there. And so for us, if we we're going to put product out there, we better have the research behind it because there's yep. just this proliferation um, of product. And no one really knows, you know, about the industry, about, about it as an mm-hmm. ingredient. And so there's a huge gap in research. Um, and-
0: and i just i think there's a little like stigma there too often and and if women are going to take the jump and like i know they're going to want the scientific research to say hey this is why i'm doing it which i don't think is always okay. Cause it, I think men don't really always need that excuse. Right. It seems, but like a, a mother, you know, for example, I know for sure often, you know, is, is shying away from that for a lot of those stigma reasons. And mm-hmm. if we have the research, if we have the medical community and scientific community backing these things saying, Hey, this will make you a better mother at the end of the day, a better, a better woman at the end of the day. Right. Um, I, I think that's huge. So I, yeah, see that a hundred percent.
1: I totally agree. And so it was important for us. I mean, we took our time,
0: Mm -hmm. right?
1: Uh, And we collaborated with renowned medical experts and data scientists at Radical Science to better understand CBD's potential Mm -hmm. as an ingredient. And in particular, its impact on women, um, which is, like I said, an underrepresented population in research studies, not just clinicals, but studies in general. And so um, again, with the responsibility that we felt, we just knew if we're going to do it, we had to do it right. Um, and kind of debunk, it. I'm excited to share a little bit more about what we found because I think <laughs> some of those commonly held beliefs yes. in the in the research community, um we just we started to maybe shift our
2: understanding of that through this study. Awesome. You no, know, it's so right on, Angie. And uh, just to kind of go back to the world of pharma, um yes, it really all studies have almost exclusively been done, not just on men but white men and above a certain age group. So, Um, or, um, because pharma studies are so expensive, they have to have intentionally homogeneous groups of small, you know, small sample sizes, because that's really what fits in. And when you have a smaller sample size, you want to have that homogeneity to make sure your data makes sense. So they pick those initial groups and that's great for those initial groups, but they're not representative of the rest of the population. So Mm as Angie said, women and many ethnicities have been traditionally left out of clinical research. So one of the things we're doing with radical science is what we call bringing intentional heterogeneity to the research. Because do mm. these studies at large that our data is going to be representative of our population at large so that yeah. that information can provide you how a product's effectiveness may be right for you or not we already know the mechanisms of action of how different things work in our body are different for men versus women. Mm -hmm. And there are differences as we change, our hormones change, as you know, our age differences, there are ethnicity differences. Why can we not study that to ensure that the different population groups get the right products and the right dosages for themselves? So that's really part of our mission.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, It's smart and needed. And I'm so happy you guys are doing it. (laughs) So We can talk about it. Um, Now, I know that this is the first study, right, to be done as far as we know on on CBD and women's health, as far as I've seen. Um, Can you talk a a little bit more about like study design and approach and how you kind of went into that? Whoever would be best. Sure, uh, the, I'll start. Yeah, start. And then you of sure. course, uh, jump
2: yes. in uh, this was uh, everything we did was very much of a collaboration as they should be, but you know, you're you're very correct. So the point is um no nope. There have been no, first of all, there are very few randomized controlled trials on CBD in general, like let yeah. alone for women, right? So like yeah. let's start right there. And uh, if there are any studies, they're typically on the cannabidiol molecule itself, the CBD molecule versus the formulation, mm-hmm. the delivery method and things like that, which all make a difference. So they did yeah. not ex- And there were certainly no studies done on women alone, and that's Ray Wallace's target market, not to mention it's a significantly underrepresented uh, group in clinical research. So we were very, very excited to collaborate with Ray to figure this out. And uh, the gold standard in research is really doing randomized controlled trials. You don't wanna just ask people taking a product, say, what do you think about it? Because there's a whole lot of biases that come into play, right? Mm -hmm. So what we did was, Uh, working collectively with uh, Ray, eight different formulations. The formulations changed in terms of different dosages, different delivery methods, capsules versus tinctures. They had broad spectrum versus full spectrum CBD. So different types of formulations. Uh, We had eight different formulations and we also had a control arm. Control arm Mm -hmm. so we could compare them to people not taking CBD. Mm -hmm. And there's the randomization element. So that uh, we were every arm could actually be would be randomized to take out any additional uh, biases that may come in. So that all of those biases would be equalized across the different arms. So that whatever came out from a statistical significance perspective when you compare them would be based on the elements we're talking about, which is the dosage, the delivery method, um, the the, the composition of the product, and things like that. So that's what we did. It is not only the first study um conducted on women it's also a massive study we had 1350 women across the eight active plus the one control arm so it's a very very large scale study that really provides tremendous amount of data yeah gives us a lot of insights as to how these products um, affect women
0: and most of the time these studies are in like I mean, I, I've maybe I see like tens, right? Like dozens, not that thousands, right? I mean, this is that's a big sample size. That so is
2: correct, and the yeah. reason for it is t- traditional uh, clinical trials are very expensive. Each participant costs thousands of dollars to put in. So you can only do the, easily do the math. Like it's not easy to do thousands of people, mm-hmm. but by conducting a radical science approach to research researches, uh, virtual direct to consumer research. So we're really uh, disintermediating a lot of different organizations and really going direct to consumer with our research and uh, you know bringing down the cost significantly while still using validated indices to ensure the data we're collecting is actually mm-hmm. rigorous, clinical data. We're randomizing, we're creating control. So we're bringing a lot of the rigor of those more expensive studies, but bringing it down so that it can be accessible to everyone, hence the concept around democratization.
0: Wow. That's great. That's, <laughs> that is, uh, and, and Angie, I don't know if you had anything if you wanted to add to the the study. Um, I mean, I, I I would, I mean, that that is just to me really interesting just the concept because I-, I do think a lot of people just think CBD is CBD right and and you know that like, I actually thought that at one point believe it or not when I was learning right <laughs> and so you'd you start to realize though there's different cannabinoids and terpenes and flavonoids that kind of play into it um and-, and maybe not even but maybe like different um maybe not even terpenes or flavonoids but like other types of of just uh, natural herbs like turmeric or something right and, and so um I, I would love to just kind of get a sense, you know, what you guys were seeing with that and, and, uh, you know, how you saw like the different products, like the efficacy of those, you know, take place with others and what, you know, the results in that respect.
1: You're, you're exactly right. So when you think of CBD or you ask, I don't know, friends or family about what it is, they say, I don't know, it's this. Oil that you take that like helps homeostasis yeah. and all the things or whatever, right? Like mm-hmm. that's kind of the response. You get. I know it's good for me, but I also know there's a lot of junk out there, so I I don't know what to do. And so for us, and this is this is the purpose of of the broader company um, of Ray is, you know, we serve so many various need states around stress, sex, hormones, digestion, skin, all of those things, and those those can all overlap. I mean, try to find the root cause of any one of those things is the root cause of poor sleep stress or is the root cause of stress poor sleep right and they're mm-hmm. also interrelated and so for us it was so important to facilitate the study with all those need states in mind and so mm-hmm. for us it wasn't just saying like do you feel better it's like how is your digestion? yeah how is your stress level right It's all of those things that we wanted to to ensure we had clear markers on mm-hmm. um because that's that's that that is um going to help people feel better. Right. And and have those personal identifiers. And so for us, that's, that's the other way we set this up. And I think for us too, you know, because there's no research, the FDA is continuing to look for so much research. And so we wanted to make sure it was holistic because we knew our research was not just important to our products, but to the industry more holistically. Mm -hmm. So we felt such an incredible responsibility on behalf of our company but also on behalf of all these CBD brands to just impacts and potentially debunk some of the myths on is CBD, you know, everybody just associates it with sleep and anxiety. Like what are some of the other impacts when people talk about this level of homeostasis with your endocannabinoid system that Mm -hmm. really could exist um, for women specifically. And so those were all the things that we got out of this study. Um, You know, we released um, phase one, which we'll talk through um, but we learned a lot across all of those different components of of well being that we're we're really excited to kind of unlock and unleash. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, me too. I mean, this it's. Uh, I mean, that's. I used to get stuck in GNC stores for like hours and just like look at all the different <laughs> things. And I, I, you know, and then like I was trying to. I'm like, what is it that I'm looking for? And then one day, boom, cannabis showed up. And you know, at first it wasn't like a love at first sight thing, but. Eventually, like and all these different ways that you can mix and match and like how they make you feel. I mean, it's just like an endless, you know, way that, that you can utilize cannabis and, and not I, the, the best thing about it is that I use it to be functional and, and optimize my day. Right. And that's I, I hope the way that most people eventually start utilizing it's
1: almost like it's the platform for all those things. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It is, it is the, if you think about all those need states that I just talked about, or all those ailments, or all of those things that you're trying to feel better about, stress, sex, all of those things, it's like, this is the foundation for all of that. Absolutely. Um, So it will just deliver amplified results across yep. all of those things, was was the hypothesis we
0: had going in.
2: Yeah. 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 And- Go ahead, please, right. No,
0: please, 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 you go. You're the expert, I'm not. I just love talking about this stuff.
2: <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> well, what I was about to say is there's all these hypotheses on how CBD may be helping all these need states around sleep and anxiety and pain and, you know, mood, etc. At the end of the day, you have to look at, well, what are the mechanisms? Is it, you know, anti-anxiety, anti-inflammation, etc. So there are so many ways CBD appears to be affecting all of these different need states. But at the end of the day, how we each feel, uh, the patient reported outcome on how we feel once we take the product is for For what an everyday needs states, such as uh, I don't sleep so well, I wake up, or I have some pain, those are the best gauges of success to see if it's working for you or not, which is why we're using validated indices on patient using patient reported outcomes on where are you on your pain scale or your sleep scale or anxiety scale based on these NIH approved scales. And then once you start taking the product, how is that changing or not? For you, so that we're able to understand for each of the arms of the study, the different dosages, the different formulations, if that's actually helping with that need state per your own perception. Because Mm -hmm. for a lot of these things, I mean, I'm sure we've been to the doctor. They ask you about your pain. They give you a smiley face scale. I mean, yeah, it's really technical, right? So these (laughs) NIH scales are far better, and they give you a much better sense longitudinally over time how something is affecting you Mm -hmm. or not affecting you. And that's basically the way we did it so that people could tell for themselves if they're improving. And then we told them their results, too, which is great.
0: It's amazing. Yeah. And and I'm curious... um, when you're doing this, like, you know, you stayed, I believe you stayed under the, the 0.3% federal farm bill uh, amount of THC that can be involved in the product. Did you see that between, I think it was full spectrum, broad spectrum, right, in the study? And, and did you see a difference? I'm curious. I'm My guess would be yes, but I would love to hear if, if you did and what, you know, the results you were seeing with that. And maybe we can even just go into the results if you guys want to, if that's easier. That. <laughs>
2: I'll jump in with that answer, Angie, and then you can certainly talk about the results that are meaningful to you. But let me talk about um, the the THC side of things. So first of all, yes, we did use hemp-derived CBD. Mm -hmm. federally legal under point three. um because we wanted to do our study across the nation with the Mm. the the way the laws are right now if we wanted to do a thc focused study which we can we'd have to stay within states such as california or new york or wherever and our desire was to really collect data from the entire population across the us so we stayed uh with hemp derived cbd which made it so much easier for research purposes not dealing with a federally you know Schedule 1 product, right?
0: Exactly.
2: And uh, in terms of the results, because, uh, you know, full spectrum in this case still has very little THC because we stayed below that level, actually, we did not find, we did not find any statistically significant difference between broad spectrum, which is cbd plus a bunch of the other cannabinoids there's a mm-hmm. lot of minor cannabinoids that we're still trying to learn a whole lot about and that's for yeah. the conversation as <laughs> well as the broad spectrum plus a tiny bit of thc whatever that may be in okay. the individual formulations there was no difference so i'm not suggesting wow. effect does not exist because if you put enough thc i'm pretty sure it will make a difference right <laughs> but
0: the point yes.
2: is when you're under this According to this study, which included 1,350 women and you know eight arms plus control, it did not. So mm-hmm. um, we're absolutely curious about uh, how different amounts of THC against CBD may actually have an effect. But uh, I'm just speaking for the data. Interesting.
0: Here. Wow, <laughs> that's that's very interesting. Thank you for that. Okay. Um,
2: so good. I'll talk a little bit about what yeah, I was please. most excited
1: about, and and. Um, I think first for me, um, you know, we are living our mission around attainability for all and Mm -hmm. everything that exists out there is like a lot of milligrams and very expensive. And so for me, this was a really good opportunity to understand is more always more. Mm. Um, I'll talk more about that, but we found more isn't always more. (laughs) The second thing that we found, um, and I'll dig into each of these just, just for a minute, is that uh, the researchers of radical science were able to see the impact, like I said, um, on all these need states for women. But we really got excited when we started seeing the outputs for anxiety. So I'll talk specifically about mm. that. And then lastly, the 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 last most interesting thing, there were so many things, was that there were long-lasting effects of daily use. Mm-hmm. So on the more is mores, not always more, like I, I couldn't. I can't tell you. I mean, I think most brands are, you know, well above hundred dollars in the marketplace, Mm -hmm. the levels of CBD that drive them up. And so given all the clinicals that exist, that would be, that would be your, your North star, right? Because it's a lot Mm -hmm. of really high dosages and isolate form. And so of course that's kind of the North star, but we said, let's try and test various dosages and some at a lower level to better Mm -hmm. understand the effects. And if it can be long lasting and what we found is that as little as 15 to 20 milligrams a day had impacts. So that wow. is very, very different than a lot of the product that exists out there. Wow. Also what that does, it allows us as a company to live our mission and say, wow, you don't have to charge $100 mm-hmm. for these products. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> um, so that was kind of the first big um, yeah. for us is, is awesome. more isn't always more. The second one, like I said, is all the need states and specifically, you know, we our first phase of the white paper focused on anxiety. We found that consumption of, like I said, at least fifty milligrams a day of CBD led to significant reductions in anxiety within thirty days of initiating daily use, and it sustained um, at, to at least the sixty-day mark. Um, and wow. so, this is really, really important because this is one of the bigger need states that women, um, you course. know, look to CBD to help them solve, and yeah. so. While there is a widespread belief on this, no controlled human studies have ever evaluated this with CBD until now. So no. that is one example of a need state that we have pushed data out on, more to come around the other ones, but mm-hmm. um, that, that just kind of being and, a really big one.
0: And just to clarify, um, th- they took it for 30 days and and then stopped. And then even after another 30 days, they were still feeling the effects? Is that is that I what you-
2: can take this. So what we did was wow. we did a to day study. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, of course, we're asking questions throughout. That's what a longitudinal study does. And what we sure. saw is a statistically significant drops in anxiety across all age groups, across all uh, ethnicities, from wherever they started to the 30-day mark. And then from that point on, it stabilized and actually stayed on. They were taking it. So the point is they wow. received great benefit in a relatively short amount of time, and mm-hmm. then they were sustaining I that see. benefit. So. Uh, the amounts that uh, the 15 to 20 milligrams uh, that Angie is talking about. So basically all arms show this level of statistical significance compared to control. That meant Mm -hmm. the higher dosages worked as well. But why would you put more into your body for more money or more putting anything into your body when you know this amount works? So that was the information Angie and team used because we're able to demonstrate that the 15 to 20 milligrams of CBD within 30 days provided statistically significant results and anxiety across all population groups that we were studying. And as I mentioned, we were very heterogeneous. So we were covering all faces yeah. for women.
0: I mean, that, that, that's, I mean, that's amazing. Because I, I, I think you know, a lot of people, they try, no one knows how to dose, right? <laughs> no one knows how to dose. And and so you end up, oh, you take, you know, 20, 30, 50 milligrams, and you're spending so much money on this. And 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 also, I, I feel like you can get in that very lethargic feel if you do that much too. like you're doing a lot. And so it may not be optimal, but like there is a sweet spot. And, and that's like, you know, to know that it's not it doesn't, you don't have to spend hundreds of dollars and get a nice effect out of it is for daily use. I mean, it it's it's awesome so yeah. um and, and, and so there's
2: you- that there's something called uh um flatlining of the dose effects so yeah it's probably possible for some much more serious conditions, as you guys know, we have a pharmaceutical drug called Epidiolex that is used for you know epilepsy, et cetera, and which mm-hmm. use at much higher dosages. That is for an ailment, right So there yeah. may be different dosages that work for different things, so this does not that mean is. this is the one uh, dose for everything. Yes. For, I think for epidiolics, they're fantastic. they have all the results to use for uh, childhood epilepsy and that's the right dosage but for anxiety and many of the other daily conditions we studied disappeared to be good. Again, it's based on the needs state and yeah. the condition that's being studied.
0: You know, that question flashed through my mind and I forgot it. And I'm like, I knew I had a question I want to ask. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for bringing that up <laughs> because I know are a lot of other people had that question. I'm sure also. Um, and, and, I think the other thing that a lot of people do is when they consider cannabis as a medicine, right, um, they treat it as such like a pharmaceutical medicine a lot of the times, right? And and they'll have an ailment and they spot it, right? I'm going to take my CBD now. Um, what what is what did you guys see in regards to, to those results? Uh, for Is it better to take it as a spot check or do you take it on a regular basis? That's what I've seen, but I'd love to hear the results.
1: I'll let Pauline get into the results. Here's my <laughs> perspective. Yeah. It's like anything we do as humans, to your point, consistency is key. Yeah. We find this for supplements, also for food, for diet, everything that we do. The more consistent the approach, the better for long term results. In this study, um, we found that the results, you know, there was a dramatic change in 30 days. And then more change over the next 30 days, um, it, you know, things continue to improve
0: mm-hmm. that 30
1: to 60 day marker, but not as dramatic, right? So the biggest right. changes were in those first 30 days. Um, but that's, that's you know, with anything, like if you change your habits on something,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right,
1: you're going to start to feel so much better around that within the first part of it. And then it kind of starts to maintain after that. So yep. I will let Pauline talk about the data. Mm-hmm. I am a firm believer For your well-being,
2: consistency is key with everything that you do.
0: I'm with you on that again, for sure. And and Pauline, please. Yeah.
2: We're looking at talking about chronic conditions here. So by definition, it's about dealing with the chronic Mm -hmm. condition and bringing the body back to homeostasis, right? Bring it back to balance. So whatever is out of whack, maybe you're not taking enough vitamin C or not getting enough vitamin D, all of these things. You don't just take a bunch and then you're done. It's about- ensuring that you have the right diet, exercise, supplement plan, lifestyle plan that will give you the most optimal results for you. I'm very yep. much a proponent proponent of uh precision medicine because we all need different things for should be obvious reasons. We're all very different. But this is the same case. These are chronic conditions. So if you had an acute issue, I am sure you'd have to take something for that specific condition, but that's not what we're talking about here. So and yeah. spot on. And this study did not look into uh, case usage because that was never our intention. We're looking at chronic conditions. We studied chronic condition improvement over time to see what dosage, what formulation would work for it. And uh, the results show that. And for what we're studying, uh, your question would not really apply because that's not how you should be, quote unquote, treating that condition.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I- I was under the impression, you know, I I would, in the very beginning, I would use it once a week, right? And, and and then I just started thinking to myself, I'm like, I feel better when I take, why don't I just start using it every day and make it part of my routine, right? And so um, on this, on that thought, I'm just curious, you know, now that you guys have done this research and you've undergone that process, is there a a routine typically uh, that you would recommend and, and specifically maybe even towards women possibly as well, or anybody, I guess, whoever you'd like to include in that from what you saw.
1: I'm going to sound like a broken (laughs) record. But, you know, the comment we hear from our community so often around their wellness holistically is, I'm not sure how I feel, but I just don't feel right. Mm -hmm. And I know that's the case for so many of us. That's the case for me. So like anything, it's best to just start. It's not going to be perfect changes don't come overnight but our study did prove that they came quickly but mm-hmm. consistency is so key for everything and I think I think like anything the you know women and and humans in general the realization that everybody is different and responds to things differently is so important to pay attention
0: yeah. and
1: um, CBD is just one of those potential factors to well-being um there are many um, but I guess that that's Absolutely. my perspective is to your point like, if, if it makes you feel better, mm-hmm. do that, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> if it yeah. makes you feel worse, don't do that. And so it's yeah. just kind of listening to your body um, more globally as you start any new routine. Um, and it certainly pertains to this conversation as well.
0: Absolutely.
2: And uh, just uh, you know, couldn't agree more with you, uh, Angie, or you, Ryan. Um, and uh, interestingly, so we are t- talking about this uh, this 1,350 person blinded control study that we did for Ray to decide which product to take to market. We mm. then co- uh, collaborated on a study uh, that was actually launched this August, and the results will be coming out in, uh, in a month or two on the product they actually took to market on a real world evidence study to see how it actually is working and the study um you know that's an open label study purposefully because (laughs) both types of studies provide you different results one of them is totally blinded you don't even know and you're just and the other one is like oh i'm taking this by the way the instructions tell me this but i'm taking this much more this much less and how i'm feeling so we're collecting all this information Mm. to further add the data about this is what we learn in the initial product development study this is what we're learning actual in usage study in market as to how a whole lot of women are taking this product how it's benefiting them so that's yeah. going to be very interesting but just even the anecdotes and i know i sent one of these at least to ng before uh one of our customer one of our participants they're not our customers were' participants in the study right. uh, they did not they were basically said love this product it's made such a big difference in my life can you please connect me to the company and i was so happy to do that our customer support department was so happy to do that just know <laughs> that these products are not only making a difference but enough in so much so that like the participants want to actually get connected because yeah. it changed their life in their own words so that's always so refreshing that doesn't mean yeah. everything is going to help you because we're all different yeah. there's no mm-hmm. guarantee this is going to help you but it's really nice to see that does help quite a few people and at the dosages that angie's talking about it makes it affordable which again we're a science company not about the pricing but it makes me happy <laughs> to provide democratized solutions to people so that we can help all people with solutions yeah. that help them
0: and, and, and given we've had absolutely and given we've had this you know under a, a tarp for so many years there's so many people and now these generations that haven't had access to it over the you know because of the legalization issue. Um, there's so many more people that can help now right and so i I just you know my view always and i tell people on the show that i'm a broke record when i say this and you know i I just think if if cannabis were legalized everywhere the world would just be a better place right like for exactly the reasons that we're talking about here i mean lowers your anxiety and in my opinion is anxiety is and you i'm sure you agree this also it's just the crux of every major ailment so many of them right And, and so um and it doesn't and it kind of when you when you're able to tackle that it you get unlocked right and 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 you go and and so it's just um it's such a huge huge topic and, and it's so cool that you guys like that that was like what you tackled and that was the focus um i'm curious i mean is that it are we are we going to be doing more research i would love to hear more research and i mean i would ha- yeah i would have to imagine, more. imagine there's
2: more. <laughs> more i mean as yeah. and i was saying this is just the beginning they, they yeah for their initial uh, work obviously as i mentioned they're already doing a study on the product and market to actually learn okay while well, we push this out like how are people reacting are they taking as suggested more or less what's happening and those uh, results will be in their hands in just the next few weeks we move very very quickly at radical science and yeah. on that front i mean we have we're working with uh several dozen brands we have um conducted a sleep study that's uh Uh, finished. Uh, We're going to kick off an anxiety study across. We're also going to be kicking off a pain study. So we're also focusing on specific need states and having many, many arms, different formulations, again, different um, dosages. The point is, let's learn. Uh, We're not just looking at CBD, all the other cannabinoids. I mean, there are 100 plus cannabinoids out there, uh, THC being one, but what about CBN, CBG, CBC? So it's said, uh, there's a lot out there we don't know, uh, and there is no real clinical research on many of this, and yet tens of millions of Americans are taking it. I can't yeah. think of a better area for us to focus on because mm-hmm. I like to kind of joke that this is probably the largest uncontrolled human experiment out there. No. It, <laughs> it is. That makes me feel not really yeah. good about it, but it's <laughs> this is time that we actually bring data to the people, data to the <laughs> medical professionals, data to the companies creating these products. So we can make more informed health and business decisions.
0: Let the people know how their experience, how their experiment is going, right? <laughs> so, yes. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And what
1: she said. I mean, I, I don't know what she added. You know, I'm just so excited about the work Pauline and team are doing because um, we were a we were a big part of the start of it, right? But there's so Huge. much more, Huge. and we, there's just we want to the we want the industry. To yeah. learn, right? So if we can be a part of even, you know, the path forward of what Pauline and team are working on, it's it's just really, really exciting to think about the knowledge that consumers, specifically women, are going to gain um, yeah. in different different aspects of of different groups of women. Um, that's where I get excited, and it's just it's, it's just the beginning. So a lot more planned.
2: Well, your vision that you didn't want to just take a product out there based on anecdote, based on what you saw other people are doing, uh, Angie, really speaks to um, really your heart as well as the vision behind your company. You wanted to have scientific proof as to what worked and why and what was the best package to deliver to women in the most affordable and effective way possible. And I think your approach is really what the supplement and the natural health product industry needs because pharma does that. But... Do we all want to take pharmaceuticals? There's all these other products with no data. It's time to bring that kind of thinking. And I think you're definitely leading the path. So it's been more than an honor to partner with you guys.
0: Well, well, I got to say, it's been an honor having this conversation because this is such a cool study and and research that you guys are doing. And and just, you know, I thank you because like, you know, you guys are pioneers in this stuff and this is awesome. Um, and it's helping, it's going to help 50% of the world. So <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm, I'm it's very, very 100% happy
2: percent of the world, a hundred
0: percent of the world. This, this research is 50%. The rest of it will be all the rest of it. Right. So of course I believe a hundred percent as well. Absolutely. Um, yeah, definitely misspoke on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I, I would, now where can we learn more? So, so for all of our listeners out there, um, where, where can they find out more about the, the company's research, any social media websites, anything like that, please uh, go ahead and, and let our listeners know. We're also going to include this in the show notes as well. So people can click also, they can do that.
1: Great. You can mm-hmm. find Ray on Instagram at Ray R A E F O R wellness. So Ray for wellness, you can find us at Ray wellness, R A E wellness.co and raywellnesscbd.co. Um, and you can learn a lot more about our products and all of the things that we were just talking about around CBD. And then Pauline, uh, Pauline has her own set of uh, yeah. websites and information and, and data that, that that I'm sure she'll share about too.
2: Yeah. So radicalscience.com is uh, our company website where we also share a lot of information about our existing studies, studies we're planning, and anecdotes on results. Of course, the um CBD women and CBD health uh women's health and CBD studies uh highlighted there as one of our premier studies as well so our website plus uh, LinkedIn and our Twitter um we are a one-year-old company and so much more coming uh, from us uh, on CBD and all the other minor cannabinoids that we don't know enough about and actually moving into full cannabis as well so it's an area again so many people are using. That's great. There's a lot of anecdotal evidence as it works. We're bringing science to it so that we can make sure people know what they're taking, how much they should be taking for their specific need states, and how it may vary based on their conditions, based on their demographics or behaviors, yeah. with supplements or alcohol or coffee usage and things like that. So we're trying to really get to that precision medicine to provide the most effective treatments uh, for everyday chronic um, Uh, ailments, needs states that people are dealing with. So it's been an incredible journey. And uh, again, we couldn't be more uh, happy or honored to work with pioneers like Angie herself.
0: Amazing. Well, again, I want to thank you both for, again, the work that you do and also uh, coming on and and just sharing this information. Um, I I love this conversation. And and so for all of you out there, please check out the websites, click the links, go to the social media. We're going to have all of that on the show notes as well. Um, again, I want to thank you ladies both for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure and I've really enjoyed this conversation. Um, hopefully we'll have you back again. I was going to say, what are you doing next for, yeah, week? Yeah, <laughs> I would love, to, I would love to have you back on again for the second because this is so cool. I mean, I, I want to learn more about what you guys are doing, right? So
2: we uh, end a cliffhanger and then I, just
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. So that's that's how yeah, it's a two BD type thing. Dot dot dot. That's how we'll end it. Absolutely. Yep. Um, no, but th- this is this is really cool. Thank you so much, and for all of you out there um, that are listening as well, I again, I want to thank you for coming back on this episode. Please share this content. Uh, with anyone who you think is helpful. You guys write into us all the time and, and you let us know a lot of the the good stuff or the bad stuff that we're looking for. But any all of this is good stuff we had today. So please share with people you think this can help, uh, loved ones, friends. Uh, definitely head over to the websites and For our purpose, please go ahead, check out all of the rest of our information and our catalog, a lot of good stuff on there. But I want to thank you all for coming back on another awesome episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur podcast with yours truly, Ryan Chavez. And we are going to see you guys back here again on another awesome episode next week. See you guys soon.